0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever had someone make you cry? Sure, right? We all have. But I mean someone who you love deeply and they hurt you greatly. Maybe they abandoned you or rejected you, left you. Let me ask you another question. Have you ever made someone cry? Your words and your actions just destroyed them. I can remember as a teenage boy, after having made some stupid choices, I'm not going to say what, but I can remember being in the other room and I could hear my mom sobbing from the other room. I mean, that killed me. What kind of jerk makes his mom cry, Right? So here we are entering into Holy Week, this day called Palm Sunday. As I mentioned, our theme this year is a lot can happen in seven days. The hope is that as we look at the seven days of what Jesus has done for us, a lot will happen to us over the next seven days. We've already heard from the Gospel of Luke twice. The thing about Luke is the way he tells his whole story is that he, after the birth of Jesus, once Jesus is a grown man, the whole story is how Jesus starts from Galilee, which, by the way, is 690 feet below sea level, and he is on a journey to Jerusalem, which is 2,500 feet above sea level. In other words, the entire story, according to Luke, is an ascent of Jesus from Galilee up to Jerusalem, and it brings us to today, what we're celebrating. Today, the first of these seven days, is what we'd call Coronation Day, right? Jesus is the new King David. Jesus is the humble King riding on the donkey with all the children singing and waving their palm branches And he's coming up into the royal city of Jerusalem to take his place. Now, only Jesus understands, however, that his coronation day won't be over until Friday when he takes his throne on a cross with a crown of thorns on his head. Now, at the beginning when we read the Palm Sunday story from Luke, Luke tells us that Jesus comes to the Mount of Olives The Mount of Olives is the ridge, the last little hill just east of Jerusalem. So, what this means is that as Jesus made that final ascent to this ridge, to the Mount of Olives, as he crested the hill, out in front of his eyes was the entire city of Jerusalem. And towering over that city was the great, magnificent temple. The temple that God had set up, because this is where He would meet with His people. This is where God would reconcile His people to Himself, forgiving their sins through the sacrifices that were offered. This is the place where God made peace with His people. In fact, if you don't know the name Jerusalem, the Salem is Shalom. Maybe you've heard that word before. It means peace. It's the city of peace. So as Jesus is coming to the Mount of Olives, and as you heard, the crowd in that coronation parade is going crazy. Ah, Jesus, ah. But Luke would go on and tell us something rather startling. That while the crowd is going crazy, ah, Jesus. This is what Jesus does. As he drew near and he saw the city, Jesus wept over it Jesus weeps. He's not just misty-eyed or choked up, verklempt. He's weeping, he's sobbing. This is an all-out, ugly cry. The Greek language, which doesn't really come through well in the translation, it's an incomplete sentence. Jesus is so upset, he can't even choke his words out. If you had known what made for peace... Because as Jesus sees the whole city of Jerusalem that he knows is filled with people, he knows it's filled with his people. In a wider sense, this is his family, and he knows they're going to reject him, and they're going to torture him, and they're going to murder him, and all he wants to do is visit them and bring them peace, but they don't want his peace. Peace. So they won't get his peace. And what he forecasts is that 40 years later, the Romans will come and they will absolutely, murderously decimate the entire city and they will tear down that temple. And if you know the history, it's still gone. It's never been rebuilt. Jesus comes and he wants to offer peace. If I was him, my attitude would be, (laughs) you're going to get what's coming to you. No, not Jesus. He weeps and he cries because they don't recognize God is visiting them and is offering them peace. And the real question for all of us this morning is, do we? Do you? Do you recognize God wants to visit you and offer to you peace? And we got to get now to the heart of the problem of our sin. For those of us who think sin is something like, well, you know, it's bad stuff that God just doesn't want us to do. Yeah. No, no, it's much more than that. Our sin is a rejection of God. The God who lovingly handcrafted each and every one of you The God who gave you your life and then gave you a way to live your life. But what sin says to him is, I don't want your rules. I don't want your way of life. God, I don't want you. Go to you know where. And all God wants is a relationship with you. All God wants is to visit you. He wants to be reconciled with you to offer you peace, and to pour his love into you. And what our sins do is they completely reject him, nail him to the cross, and murder him. So again, if I'm God, I strike me dead. I'm done with you. But not Jesus. He weeps, and he cries over my sins and over your sins. I found this painting. It just spoke to my heart. Maybe it will to yours as well. And Let me just zoom into it a little bit closer. Look at his face. Tears coming down. Eyes puffy and red. I mean, again, this isn't just a few tears. Jesus is weeping and sobbing over my sin. What does that do in your heart? Yeah, whatever. Cold stubborn and different. Nah. <laughs> or more than making your mom cry knowing that it's my sin that did this. That Jesus is weeping and crying over my sin. I'm not just trying to guilt you all, right? Oh, it's Holy Week so we should feel extra sorry for our sins this week. No, I mean, it's not a bad thing to feel guilty over your sins. Actually, it's a good thing. You can be sorry for your sins because you feel guilty. You can be sorry for your sins because you got caught, right? You can be sorry for your sins because you're afraid you're going to be punished. Or you can be sorry for your sins because deep down inside you truly love Jesus and you know that your sins break his heart. You see, the weeping and the crying of Jesus over Jerusalem and over every one of us is sort of like the photo negative. If any of us even knows what that is anymore since we have digital photography now. But if you know the old way of making pictures, right? The, the photo negative, well, see, that's the weeping and the crying and the pain within Jesus. But the, the photo positive, the real picture, is his great love for us. It hurts Jesus so much because... He loves us so much. He loves us so much that he doesn't strike us dead. He would rather weep over us and cry over us and die for us. There is a reason why when we gather here every week for worship, why we sing, and we're going to do it in just a moment, the same song they sang on Palm Sunday It comes from Psalm 118 in the Old Testament. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Do you know why? Because just as that humble king entered into the holy city of Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, that same humble king is going to enter into our midst in simple bread and wine. He's going to visit us and he's going to offer us his peace. And now we enter into this holiest of weeks. A lot can happen in seven days. What we are going to do as a community of faith, as the Trinity family, and all of you here today, you are our Trinity family. What we are going to do is revisit everything that Jesus did for us in this week and his death and his resurrection. But as we do that, as we listen to that story again, you know what? It's actually Jesus coming to visit us. Jesus coming to offer us his peace. I am pleading with you. Please come and be a part of what makes for your peace. Do you have peace? Do you even know what makes for your peace? Or are you always looking for it and then you wonder why you can't seem to find it? Don't you think it has something to do with the God who made you and who wants nothing else but to have a relationship with you? That's why he comes to visit us. That's why he comes this week. Jesus no longer wants to enter into the city of Jerusalem. What he wants to do, friends, is enter into your heart. So today, may his coronation day be in your heart.